Welcome to Perennial Meditations, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. Here we bring you short reflections inspired by ancient philosophy and spiritual traditions. Each episode is based on timeless principles and practices to help you live your highest good. To learn more, visit perennialleader.com. Welcome back to another episode. I hope all is well. Today I'm sharing a short clip from my conversation with Jonathan Robinson, the author of The Enlightenment Project. The full conversation will come out on In Search of Wisdom next week. Jonathan is a psychotherapist, best-selling author of 10 books. He has spent the last 30 years studying the most practical and powerful methods for personal and professional development. He's interviewed probably every spiritual and philosophical thinker that you can think of, from Mother Teresa, the Dalai Lama, and many others. So, without any further delay, here's a short clip from my conversation with the wise and gracious Jonathan Robinson. I definitely appreciate the the practical nature of of the book, along with the exploration of um, not just one wisdom tradition, but many different paths, if you will. I wanted to talk a little bit about defining what is enlightenment, but instead of maybe asking that, I thought we could go through a few of the myths about enlightenment that you have in the book, and, and that may uh, uh, be serve the listeners. Uh. So, the first I, I have down is myth number one: enlightenment is a rare or special condition. There are very few enlightened people, and you talk about enlightenment is is not an all or nothing event. Could you say more? Well, I think most people have had at least a minute of enlightenment in their life where they, you know, were fully present with a sunset and they realized that they were alive, they were full of joy. Um, And some people spend all their time in that state. So that's quite a spectrum. But the question is really, how can you and I spend more time in this state of presence where we feel connected to everything? Uh, Adyashanti calls enlightenment perceiving the world without the lens of the ego. So it feels very free and vast and very peaceful. And uh, it's not an all or nothing thing. You can learn to become more and have more and more of those moments until your identity kind of shifts out of being an ego into being your soul or pure love. And I think we're all on that journey. Some of us have had more luck than others. But with the right method and the right idea, it doesn't need to take very long. And there's another myth that you have is there's one true path to enlightenment. Well, there's scientists who studied a lot of enlightened people now, and they find that there's a lot of different approaches. There's some people that uh, tune into Holy Spirit, some people who tune into Buddhist methods, some Hindu methods. So... 
Uh, I think the, the best method is the one that works the quickest for you and resonates with you. But just because you were born into a certain ideology or religion doesn't mean that that's the one that's going to work best for you. I love it. And then the last myth that I, that I have here is you have to get rid of something or become psychologically healed before enlightenment can occur. Well, my uh, late friend Ramdas used to say that every neurosis he ever had, he still had. <laughs> he just changed his relationship with them from thinking that that was him to the neuroses being more like beloved little pets inside of him. You know, so you can not identify with all your psychological stuff and still be enlightened, still have these higher states of consciousness of love and peace without these uh, little neurotic parts of us uh, taking the show. I... I can picture that. I saw the documentary where at least that's where I uh, heard him say that. And there's a there's a chuckle. There's a humor. Um, I think he was talking about running into a friend that he hadn't seen in, you know, a few decades. And his friend saying, you haven't changed a bit. And, you know, right, <laughs> laugh, right. laughing about that. What a, what role does, does humor and maybe a, maybe a bit of... Uh, you know, not taking things so seriously connect with enlightenment? Well, you know, I've now interviewed about 100 spiritual teachers, uh, probably anybody your listeners have heard of, and people will often ask me, like, what have you noticed is in common? And two things stand out. One is um, almost all of them are very kind and very giving in some way. The other thing that stood out is that almost all of them have a great sense of humor. You know, I think we take ourselves too seriously. And if you look at the word humor, it's, it says you more, you more. And that when you let yourself out and you're not so inhibited and you're willing to joke about yourself and the world, it just makes everything lighter. And enlightenment is partly about being lighter, not uh, being so heavy in bringing our past to the present or bring or worrying about the future. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something useful. If you're interested in learning more, every Monday we share a short reflection with three timeless ideas to help you start your week with wisdom. You can subscribe at perennialleader.com. Until next time, be wise and be well.